And 422 DWS News Hour. I'm Scott Beatty. Pleased to be joined by Julie Pride, who heads up Champaign Urbana Public Health. As there's uh, many issues continuing to surround COVID, some good, some not so good. Good afternoon, Julie. Good afternoon. And where do we find you right now? I heard you, you told me off here you're at a clinic right now. Yep, I'm over at the I Hotel Clinic right now. The that clinic's going on. We've got a clinic going on at at CU Public Health, and then the one being operated by Carl is up by the mall, and all of them are going full swing. We'll probably I, get today alone about mm, probably twenty five, twenty six hundred done today. Well, one thing that's encouraging the number of vaccinations administered keeps uh, going up, and it seems to go up at a quicker rate than the number of. Uh, COVID cases when uh, this all this whole thing started. So the, the rate of combating this seems to be a better rate than transmission. Yes, and we hope that we hope that continues. Well, I wanted to start first with this variant that came out of the UK, the B117. First of all, mm-hmm. it's just mind blowing how it you, you can identify it, you know about it, and yet still it finds its way all over the place. What do you know about its uh, place here in the county? Well, we've suspected that we've had it for quite a while. We finally got the result back from the CDC, and then the U of I is also sequencing some. So we know it's here, and we've got, you know, I don't know, maybe 10 samples out right now or more that we know are are positive for it. So, you know, once it starts circulating, it can take off really quickly. Um, so we need to make sure that everyone is being extra vigilant about, you know, continuing to mask. It doesn't matter if you've been vaccinated or not. Just continue masking and distancing uh, because we do not want this thing to catch fire in our community. What I've heard about it is it can be transmitted much more uh, efficiently, for lack of a better mm-hmm. word, than than the, the regular COVID-19, if you will. Is that the biggest thing about this variant? Yeah, it's about 50 to 70 percent more um, infectious. So, you know, you may have heard that they're suggesting to wear double masks. And what they're suggesting is that you wear a, a, a surgical mask or a paper mask underneath a regular cloth mask or, or two cloth masks. So um, because it's, it seems to be, yeah, it seems to be a lot more, a lot more infectious. So we don't need that. And I, I don't mean to uh, put you on the spot here because it just came across a wire story from that the CDC is is basically saying one mask is okay if you're in good health and it's a good mask, meaning if it has yeah. two layers to it and, and you can create a good seal. If you have a health condition, maybe you should double up with a paper mask. Right. And the, the thing is most, um, you know, I think most of the, most of the masks that we're wearing, um, I think in our community, they're, you know, we started out with people making masks and doing a good job following the CDC guidelines and everything. So, and a lot of the masks that you can buy now are good, but some of those things, those gaiters or whatever they, they're called that kind of slide up over your neck and over your nose and face, those are not effective at all. So, you know, um, the masks are m- much better, especially if they fit tight around, around the edges of your face and you still have to maintain the distance with it. So, but yeah, anyone who, is more at risk should definitely be a lot more um, careful about getting a mask that is appropriate. Talking with Julie Pride, 
as we look at vaccinations right now, are we making a dent in, um, in combating the transmission of this virus yet? Is enough out there to start to have an effect in turning the tide? Well, the, the thing to realize, well, first of all, we're only about maybe 3% of our, our county vaccinated. But what you need to realize is for everyone that's vaccinated, um, that's one more person that cannot transmit the, vac- the virus. And the, so, you know, that breaks the chain of infection. So as the fastest we can get as many people vaccinated as possible. You know, if I had my way, we would have all of our vaccine doses and we would have our entire county done in, you know, two weeks. But, um, you know, we're all kind of in the same boat waiting for vaccine. We've been getting a lot, though, and, um, you know, we're really cranking through them. We have a lot of community partners, and it's been really great. In fact, starting next week, our 75 and up are coming back for their second dose. So we're we're moving. Uh, and when it comes to distributing the vaccine, I, mean, I just saw a headline, uh, you know, that the Biden administration is looking to try to get it directly to pharmacies. Would that be mm-hmm. bypassing clinics such as the one you're at right now? Would would that be more effective in your opinion? Mm, well, it's it's just another it's just another tool. So um, yeah, they need to get them directly to the pharmacies for just to have more vaccinators out there. I'm, I'm fine with that. But there's nothing more efficient than these large, <clears throat> excuse me, mass clinics that we're doing. You know, it's, they're just very efficient and you can get, you know, 1,000, 2,000 done in, in a day. So they, they're very efficient and it lets us knock out a large amount of people at once. But the, with the pharmacies doing it as well, and then eventually it'll be at the doctor's offices and clinics and stuff. So we'll you know, it'll be available pretty much everywhere a flu shot is at some point. But we have to get the jump start on it with these large clinics. And we're already working through 1B right now. So um, I think probably within three weeks, we'll probably have everybody in 1B who wants to be vaccinated, vaccinated. And then we can, you know, keep moving on. I think it bears repeating, if you've had the vaccine, whether it's your first or second dose, you still should wear a mask, Correct. That is correct. Um, you know, unless you happen to be in a, a small group with everyone has been vaccinated and has had a couple of weeks after their last vaccination. But yes, in general, there, it's not known yet if people can still get it and transmit it, even though that they don't get sick. Uh, what the vaccine is doing is preventing hospitalizations and deaths, which is very important, obviously. But we don't want it to continue spreading at all because you know, viruses mutate when they have a chance to spread from person to person to person. So that's what we need to get shut down. We needed to get that shut down about a year ago, but (laughs) we are where we are. So we've got to just keep, you know, keep fighting it. And finally, the phase four that we are in and much of the state is as well. Do you feel good about the possibility for us to stay there Until, Um, until we get vaccines and into phase five? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think that, you know, I think people are doing a a pretty darn good job and, and our numbers are going down. What we don't want is the variant to start spreading and us to see, you know, a big giant spike in cases either here or in our region or well, anywhere. So, um, people just need to continue being vigilant and I hope to have us see a much different summer and fall. Yeah, we all are hoping for that. And it seems like there's light at the end of the tunnel if everyone keeps doing what they need to do. 
to get there. And you're yeah. certainly doing your part with uh, all these clinics and uh, leadership and, and uh, media inf- information as well. We really do appreciate your time and uh, all the best to you as you uh, carry out these clinics now. Thanks so much. Stay safe. All right. Julie Pride, she, uh, CU Public Health District. And it's 4.30. We'll do news in just a moment. TWS News Hour.